Welcome to another episode of Adding Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Serena Ryan. This is episode 82 Spring Cleaning the Budget and Finding Money. Isn't it an awesome thought that the simple act of doing something I hate, which is cleaning, would be an action to find more money. I love the thought of it and it probably does motivate me to clean more often. It's not that I don't clean, it's rather that it's not at the top of my list of things I like to do, which I don't think I'm alone in saying that. But like most things, the things we don't want to do can often be something that is standing in the way of us getting what we want. When it comes to money, hmm, I've found when we pay attention to it more and we track what we're using our money for, we have more of an accountability system set up and we have the opportunity to find savings. So it's one of those things I've learned to pay more attention to, knowing I could get more money back in my pocket. And in the time that we're currently living, where inflation seems to be going the wrong direction, in my opinion, I'm not a financial expert, this is more from my lived experience, inflation going up adds challenges of managing the household budget. And I've found that it means I've got to be paying more attention to things. So no, in regards to managing the household budget, I'm not a fan of inflation going up. I am finding ways to save money. I'm paying attention to it because I really don't want to risk paying for things unnecessarily. Case in point, getting into my highlights of the week before I get any further in discussing this topic for this episode, my best saving, my best learning and money bravery cover for me things that are really attuned to episode 82's topic. My best saving this week is the washing machine got fixed. Those who've listened to the last three episodes of this podcast leading up to this week would know I've had all sorts of troubles with getting my washing done because the washing machine smack bang in the middle of school holidays decided it was no longer going to work. I have had to figure out if it was worth my while getting the current washing machine that's almost nine years old replaced or fixed. And the good news for me is I've been able to get it fixed That has not been an easy thing for me to do because my immediate previous reaction before paying more attention to my budget would have been, oh well, go get another one on credit. And I was not prepared to do that impulse purchase. Going through the process of figuring out if it was worth getting saved meant that I had to take a risk and pay for a call-out fee for a tradesperson to come and check it. diagnose the problem. That was not cheap knowing that the call-out fee was $130 
and they were charging $35 per 15 minutes to be on site. Amazingly, in 10 minutes, they had diagnosed the problem. I paid $165. And then this week, with the issue diagnosed and the part ordered and it came into stock, I have paid another $278. So the 165 and the 278 in total for the washing machine to be fixed, as opposed to paying $1,498 for another machine equivalent of what I currently have. I don't know if it's still the right thing for me to do, but I'm optimistic that this fix will mean that I've got a washing machine for a few more years and overall has saved me a lot more money at this point in time. Given that my grocery bill has gone up nearly 30% in less than 12 months, I'm having to make sure that every dollar matters in our budget because I am working from a place of not rushing to exhaust myself by overworking to be able to afford what we have. I would rather cut back unnecessarily so that I can still maintain what we have. And it's, it's a balancing act not saying it's right or wrong I'm trying to work with the best I can with the circumstances that we have my best learning this week kids don't listen they watch I have two kids who are almost nine and ten years old and they can be quite demanding and what I noticed this week was that the comment that came back to me about my own money habits they noticed made a comment that oh we can't get that this week can we mum I said why is that and they were referring to they wanted a packet of waffles for breakfast I said well you only do special breakfast once a week I'm like yep so we've already had it this week. I'm like, yeah. And you know that if we get more than one packet, what happens? And it's like, yeah, that means that you'll pay more for groceries and that means we won't have money to be able to get anything else. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't realise that you paid attention to what I was adding to the grocery list. I said, yeah. We noticed because we helped unpack the groceries. Okay, it's kind of interesting because I never saw what they were seeing. I would tell them that they couldn't have things, but they started to pay attention. They're paying attention to everything I'm doing in those little habits, and that's making a difference. It doesn't stop them from asking for things occasionally, or a lot, but what I'm noticing is they're paying attention to what I'm doing. And that is important. I find it often tedious trying to get them to listen to me. And it's a timely reminder that they are paying attention to what I'm doing. And it's also reminding me and reinforcing I need to keep doing what I'm doing if I want to instill some understanding and values with them about money and my relationship with money as well.
I feel like that's really my money bravery as well. But <laughs> look, I think I have more than one money bravery story this week. If you say yes to everything, you miss opportunities. I've had an incredible opportunity come my way this week to be able to speak about my passion on financial literacy. And it's come my way because I was available on the date they asked me to speak. And I realized if I'd said yes to another event that was also on the same day that I was considering attending as an attendee, I wouldn't have been able to make the most of that opportunity to go and speak. It's one example, and it could be literally anything that you could add into your day, but it's a timely one to accept that every time you say yes to something, you are blocking out that time and space, and it means you can't do something else. Don't assume it's always money-related. It can mean the difference on how you spend your time and how you can make the most of all and any opportunity that comes your way. Getting into this week's episode, spring cleaning the budget and finding money. I found myself on the weekend cleaning the house and looking to get rid of things that are cluttering the place up. I actually won a locker and it's fantastic. It came in incredible packaging and that flat pack packaging my kids have turned into a fort. It's a massive amount of cardboard which has been cluttering up the house and I've become determined to get it out of the house and that triggered a big spring clean on my behalf. Not just to get the cardboard out but they'd used about more than a dozen of our blankets. I think every spare blanket that wasn't on a bed was used to make this fort. Then I started to realize, do I need those blankets? Do I need all the towels in my linen press? What could I donate off to charity? What wasn't salvageable? What could be thrown out? And how do I streamline what we have so we're not feeling so cluttered? The physicality of things had me in that space of what I could see visually. And as I started to clear things out, I noticed my husband sitting down in a lounge chair, looking at his phone, and I was a bit annoyed. I asked him, what are you doing? And he said, I'm posting things on Gumtree. I was like, wow. Oh, he's like, yeah, well, I noticed that you were cleaning and you were getting rid of things in the house. And then I realized what I had sitting in the garage and I had a couple of things there really that just I'm not using. I really should see if I can get anything for them and get them out of here. So he was posting about a half a dozen items that were sitting in the garage and selling them off. That inspired me as well to also look at what I could get rid of. And before I knew it, we had together sort of $280 worth of things that were sitting around the house. Sometimes it's not realizing what you're 
actually staring at that could be annoying you, that could be valuable to someone else. And you could actually put more money back in your pocket purely through spring cleaning. And instead of having the clutter there that's no longer of use to you, it could be useful to someone else. I thought I'd take it to the next step as well, because it's not just about what's visually surrounding me. I'm very conscious of the fact that our grocery bill has increased, our electricity bill has increased, our gas bill has increased, and I'm yet to receive this quarter's water bill, but I expect it would be on the same trend, given that inflation is going the way it is. That means I need to look for more ways to save money and make sure that whatever we are currently subscribed to, that it's still being used. And if it's not, cut it from the budget. I'm saying this more as a reminder because I'm yet to do it. I've been inspired to do it. And as I was contemplating this week's episode, do I share it with you now and say, this is my intention, or do I wait until I've done it? And if I'd waited till I've done it, chances are this episode wouldn't have been recorded this week. The cool thing is, this is setting me up to be accountable when I record next week's episode to say I've done the spring clean and I can share what my savings have been. A cool way to use this podcast, myself and you included, is take this as accountability. I am being accountable by sharing my intention. And if you want accountability with you making sure you're doing spring cleaning of your budget, feel free to send a message to me and I'll hold you accountable. I'll even mention you by name or the name you want to use in the podcast next week. And the reason I say the name you want to use, some people like to be anonymous talking about their money and I'm okay with that. If that means you're held accountable, to doing positive changes in your budget, then I'm here for it. And I'd say to you as well, when you're doing changes to your budget, I'm not a financial advisor or an accountant. I'm someone here to help you be accountable. And I always recommend you speak to professionals in this space to hold them accountable and hold you accountable and sense check all the work that you're doing with regards to you becoming debt free. Have an amazing week. I am going to get stuck into spring cleaning my budget this week and share my findings with you next week as I am certain I will be finding money there. I'm certain because I see how when you look at a bank statement, I don't know if you look at yours lately, but I look at it. You don't realize, particularly in the era of using your card and not cash, how all these little transactions can add up and are they really necessary? That is the question. So if you want to look at some homework, you can also get out your bank statement and go, wow, did I need to spend money on this or that? And is there another alternative I could have been putting that money to or could I have found a free way to have done what I spent money on? It's worth having that awareness. Have an awesome week and I look forward to sharing more with you in episode 83.